After three weeks without a speaker, the House of Representatives finally made a selection. So what impact will the new GOP leader have as the Israel-Hamas war rages on? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, the United States renews a warning that it will defend the Philippines after incidents with Chinese vessels in the South China Sea. Plus, A-list Hollywood actors offer to pitch in millions of dollars to help end the actor strike. But first... Israel is entering its third week of war against Hamas after the terrorist group infiltrated the country on October 7th, firing thousands of rockets at residential areas and butchering civilians. As many as 7,900 people have been killed in the war on both sides, including at least 1,400 Israeli civilians and soldiers, as well as 33 Americans. Some 200 hostages are still being held by Hamas. For more, we're joined by Congressman Jeff Van Drew, a Republican from New Jersey. Thank you so much for your time today, Congressman. It's always my pleasure to be with you. Now, after three weeks without a speaker, the GOP has finally chosen Representative Mike Johnson. Are you looking forward to working with him in his new role? And what legislation in regard to Israel might we see in the coming days? Well, good question. So number one, yes, Mike is a thoughtful, hardworking person. I actually got to know him well, and I consider him a friend because we both served on the Judiciary Committee together, which, as you know, is a very intense committee. Lots of hours where we serve together, lots of uh, questions and lots of testimony. And he always laid out his plan how he was going to go about inquiring about many different issues that affect judiciary. And important because Jim Jordan and him, myself, um, we would always really go after and get to the meat of what was happening on. If there was corruption at the top levels of the FBI, what's happening with our borders and Mayorkas saying that everything's fine. Uh, all of these issues, uh, including the attorney general and much, much more. So I got to know him well is the point. And I got to consider him a friend. And actually, before you all heard about it, I called him relatively early on. Once Jim Jordan didn't make it, uh, who was my original choice, once he didn't make it, uh, I was a Mike Johnson fan and I was pushing and working for him. So I'm glad to see he's done it. And I'm glad that we have a good relationship. He's going to really be a thoughtful, hardworking, independent minded, supportive from the bottom up type of speaker. This is not a coronation. Being a speaker is getting all the members in the House, particularly um, all the Republican members, but also trying when you can, without giving up anything significant, to make sure that you're at least open to hearing from the other side as well. Uh, and I think he will do all that. I'm very proud of him. His initial speech was wonderful. And uh, we're gonna move on. You know, um, when I voted for him on the floor, I said, you know, I said, I said his name, nominated him like everybody else did. It was unanimous. And I said, and I just look and I said, we're back better than ever. Now, it's been a busy couple of weeks for you on the cap at the Capitol. Uh, we right. also know there are some 200 hostages. What's being done to try and rescue them? Well, there are intense negotiations going on at all levels. Uh, and I know militarily we have advisors over there working with the Israeli, the IDF, 
um, to make sure that we can give any advice, any help, any assistance that we possibly can. And that's good to do. And we need to continue to do that. Unfortunately, uh, there are those in Congress and quite frankly, they're on the other side of the aisle that aren't being supported. Most of them are, but there are at least up to 16 now that are not. And the reason I know that and I actually have a number on it is because we just had a vote, a resolution condemning Hamas and supporting Israel. And there were 16 people on the other side that refused to vote for that or voted no. So that's problematic and I don't like to see that. This, what happened in Israel, let's be clear, is the face of evil, without a doubt. I mean, just imagine, I don't mean to be so graphic, but just imagine if your children or your grandchildren or your nieces or your nephews, little babies had their heads cut off. They were put on fire. Women were beaten, raped, displayed, and then murdered. I mean, this was awful. I, I, atrocities like this, uh, war is evil to begin with, but atrocities like this, you should never see. And I'm gonna tell you something. The reason it has happened is because we had sanctions on Iran to control the amount of money that will go into their coffers because they enrich uranium and they support terrorism around the world. And you know, one way that we control that when President Trump was in, they had sanctions. Those sanctions were lifted by this administration. That was an awful thing to do. It displayed weakness and it made everybody more vulnerable. And then we became more vulnerable in what happened in Afghanistan, the way we hastily withdrew and left Americans there and left all our equipment there, um, again, was another sign of weakness. In Ukraine, we, we shouldn't have to spend billions of dollars over there, but you know what happened is Putin made noise just as he did under President Trump. Again, there's a real clear difference here. President Trump told him not even to think about it early on, Nothing happened, there was no invasion. This president floundered around and now we see what happened. Um, strength, peace through strength. And as Ronald Reagan said, no nation is ever attacked because it is too strong. We need to be stronger. Now we are uh, getting reports that Americans at U.S. bases in the Middle East have been attacked. And of course, a lot of people are saying that this is uh, another uh, proxy for Iran. What do you make of the administration's uh, take in dealing with Iran? It's weak. I mean, Iran, you know, is the, look, we have, some like to call it the axis of evil. You've got China, Russia, and Iran. Together, they are an axis of evil. And Iran, again, let's be clear, I don't understand how we took the sanctions off when they're creed, what they believe in their motto is to destroy Israel. It is to just death to America, to destroy the United States of America. It's awful. And we have to be tough. They don't respect weakness. They don't respect being soft. You know, in order to avoid getting into foreign wars and foreign involvements, you need to be strong, strong borders, strong military, strong action to prevent all of this. We're now fighting proxy wars in Ukraine. And of course we do, and I'm glad we are, need to help Israel in every way we can. But let me say this, if the president has requested over 60 some billion dollars more for Ukraine, we're not tracking the money. We've got 57,000 people in Ukraine on a payroll that the United States is paying for. 
We're not tracking it. We don't know where all the money is going. And if we do this, we've about given as much money to Ukraine in the last year as we have given to Israel since its inception 80 years ago. Something's wrong here. And with about uh, 30 seconds left, several illegal migrants apprehended at America's southern border are on the terror watch list. How concerned are you that an attack could be carried out here on U.S. soil? I'm very concerned. Nobody should think that these illegal immigrants aren't going throughout the entire country. Nobody should believe that we're ever catching them all because we're not with catch and release and many sneak in anyhow. We've caught about 150 already. Imagine how many have gotten in. There probably are terror cells with throughout the country. Uh, and there's some bad folks, drug dealers, the drug cartel, uh, everything else coming through that border. Again, it's weakness. No nation can withstand that. And we're destroying the United States internally by The United States has renewed a warning that it will defend the Philippines in case of an armed attack under a 1951 treaty after Chinese ships blocked and collided with two Filipino vessels off a contested sandbar in the South China Sea. China and the Philippines are trading blame over a Sunday collision in the South China Sea, shown here in video released by the Philippines Armed Forces. It appears to show a Chinese vessel grazing the hull of a Philippines boat on a resupply mission. The run-in is the most recent in a series of maritime confrontations between the two countries in the last few months, which have been concentrated near the contested Spratly Islands. The Philippines says its boat was on its way to resupply the BRP Sierra Madre, a World War II-era U.S.-built warship grounded over two decades ago on the disputed Second Thomas Shoal and now used as a base for Philippines Marines. The Philippines National Security Council condemned the collision on Monday. Continued Chinese blocking and interference by Chinese vessels with our regular and routine rotation and resupply missions, Rore, to BRP Sierra Madre may lead to disastrous results. While no lives were lost in the collisions yesterday, China's provocative and irresponsible actions have clearly impeded once again the safety of the Filipino crew. China's Coast Guard released their own footage of the incident a day later. They maintained they were, quote, lawfully blocking the Philippine boat from transporting, quote, illegal construction materials to a disputed atoll, and said the boat ignored repeated warnings and had, quote, deliberately provoked trouble in crossing the bow of the Chinese ship, causing the collision. China's foreign ministry added they have shown, quote, great restraint and patience on the issue and would continue to take the necessary lawful measures to safeguard China's territorial sovereignty. The U.S. State Department has sided with the Philippines, saying China's actions amounted to repeated, quote, harassment in the South China Sea. Beijing lays claim to most of the area, including parts of the exclusive economic zones of the Philippines and other countries. The permanent court of arbitration ruled in 2016 that Beijing's claims had no legal basis. Manila's relations with Beijing have soured under President Ferdinand Marcos Jr., who has strengthened military engagement with Washington since taking office last year. The Pentagon said in May it would protect the Philippines if its Coast Guard came under attack, quote, anywhere in the South China Sea. As the actor strikes surpassed the 100-day mark, performers on the picket line offered a mix of wary over financial difficulties in hopes of getting a good deal. 
actor George Clooney and other top Hollywood stars have offered $150 million to the SAG-AFTRA Actors Union as part of a proposal to end a strike that has lasted almost 100 days. Clooney's spokesperson confirmed the offer on Thursday, saying the money given the union over the next three years could help fund improved health benefits. Having better health benefits has been one of the union's demands during negotiations with major studios like Netflix and Warner Brothers. The entertainment news site Deadline first reported the story, citing Clooney as saying that, quote, a lot of top earners want to be part of the solution. He also said top stars would only collect residuals once lower-paid actors received theirs. A SAG-AFTRA spokesperson didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Clooney's remarks come after talks between the union and the alliance of motion picture and television producers broke down last week. Members of SAG-AFTRA have been on strike since July, disrupting TV and film production, which has left thousands of crew members and actors without work. Early this month, the Writers Guild, which had been striking in parallel, ratified a new three-year contract with salary increases as well as better health benefits and pension funds. They were on strike for 148 days. Thanks for watching. For more, head to tickernews.co.